0: time with the Synergy ladies, where we firmly believe that being healthy is bigger than eating well and exercising. You can get plenty of sleep, eat well, exercise regularly, and still be unhealthy by not taking care of your emotional and spiritual health um, as seriously as your physical health. The purpose of these talks is to highlight the different aspects of health and wellness outside of fitness that influence or impact quality of life. Uh, My name is Kat. I am one of the owners of Synergy Fitness for Her. A women's fitness studio and physical therapy clinic located in Durham, North Carolina. I have over a decade of experience helping women achieve their health and fitness goals. Joining me today is uh, my fabulous colleague, Alyssa.
1: Hello, hello. I am one of these Synergy Fitness for Her trainers. I didn't probably need to say the whole name, but it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have just over two years of experience for personal training. I have a bachelor's in exercise science with an emphasis in corporate wellness. And I'm really fascinated by people's walking. I think it's cool. So I've taken it a little more seriously. And I'm looking into chiropractics for future schooling, future, edu- furthering my education would be a better way to say that. Right, <laughs> ladies? Blah, blah, blah. Laura, my fabulous friend Who co-worker. Hey,
2: everybody. My name is Laura. I am one of the trainers here at Synergy. Um, I graduated with my bachelor's degree in exercise science um, almost three years ago. And I've been a personal trainer for, I think, almost a year and a half or a little bit over that. Um, I've always been fascinating with health and wellness and well-being, so I concentrated in that in in college. And then went on to pursue my um, master's degree in integrative health and wellness, which I will finish in about two months. Um, And I've just always been Interested in fitness, but also well-being as a whole. And so I love to see um, People's goals from fitness to mindset to well-being and that whole person aspect of health um,
1: Same <laughs> We got all serious and I was like yeah. head to
2: <laughs> So um, <laughs> Today we're actually going to be having a little discussion and talking about um what challenges we have faced throughout this um, pandemic and the um, lockdowns, and through all that, all the different stages that we've been facing with the COVID pandemic, um, and what kind of things we've been doing to take care of our well-being and our, and our health and wellness, as well as what positives we've gone out of this whole um, pandemic um, and this experience that is very unique to all of us. Mm-hmm. So. Kat, how, how has this been for you? Uh, what challenges have
0: you been facing? So I think that one of the biggest ones as a business owner, a small business owner in the fitness industry is, is navigating how to retain staff as we dramatically reduced our, our offerings, yep. um, how to facilitate, excuse me, facilitate um, workouts and keeping people in our community moving while we couldn't operate in person. Um, the other piece now that we're slowly coming back to uh, a new normal is how to safely transition. So what does that mean um, for our class styles, um, for our procedures um, moving forward? So that that has been a huge challenge. Um, the other piece is dealing with something I've struggled with for a while and have shared with you ladies, depression and, and a lot of grief. I've lost um, my, I had to put my dog down and lost a few cats. Um, and yeah, we're laughing because few really, <laughs> tip of the iceberg for me. <laughs> um, but, but trying to navigate that without um, letting it kind of consume me I would say is mm-hmm. probably uh, accurate. Melissa, what, what
1: would you say? Yeah, I would definitely say the same. Anxiety's been a big thing for me, um, and being able to not let it basically succumb me, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, recently just had um, my dog put down that I grew up with, um, so been still kind of like going through the emotions of that. and. That was a lot harder than I expected. It's helpful that I'm not there there physically so that I can kind of just slowly process it instead of just hitting me like a wall. Um, so I'm still going through that, but everything else has been... I would say I'd have to adapt quite a bit to the hour changes because we were closed here at the gym, so I went from mm-hmm. full-time to part-time and had to supplement the income and got a job at a local grocery store, and that's been super fun. It's been a great change of pace. And it also helped me prioritize like what I want to do in the next couple of years and chiropractices. Chiropractics is what I'm interested in and what I want to do, and I found that to be very cool because as I'm here like with these guys um, as often as we are, it's helpful to have those discussions and like talk with them through all this stuff that's going on, and especially with like when we were first starting out too. Um, it's like just talking through the anxiety and like a lot of our time together, we are just like (sighs) trying to find, make sense of all this stuff and just adapt to all the stuff going around us. So I think that it's been a really good learning experience and a great time to build the skills to adapt to chaos in some way, shape or form. Um, Living with my significant other and his mom has been fun too. In a space of small, small space. Um, but definitely not as small as what Laura and her significant other are in right now. And Laura yeah. just moved in right before quarantine with yeah. her significant other. Yeah, Give us a little tidbit about that, Laura. Yeah.
2: yeah. So I think um, <clears throat> that was one of the top challenges when COVID started. First and foremost, I had just gotten hired here about, I mean a week and a half yeah definitely what was yeah or two <laughs> not even can't two. remember i've been working here six months but it doesn't feel like it no um got that anniversary alert the other day and i was like really yeah, yeah. six <laughs> months okay the whole year <laughs> the whole year <laughs> felt like uh, that yeah brain so brain that was <laughs> a huge challenge of i was getting trained here and and getting ready to to you know start training the ladies that i was meeting and then we got quarantined we got. I got sent home from my afternoon job earlier and so I said okay that's fine I'll have more time to pack whatnot and then in the next like two weeks we moved in into my into our apartment Chris got sent home and then I got sent home the day after I remember and it we went from living with our parents in our like houses with I mean like pretty big houses to now being 24 7 with each other so and
0: and what was the square footage did you like
2: 680 square feet (laughs) Wow. so um yeah like a living room a kitchen like you walk in and you see everything including the bedroom
0: and the bathroom
2: so um
0: basically on top of each other yeah physically
2: you know we still we have space but back then we didn't know how to use it now we do now like i'm on the couch and he's on his computer or I'll go in the bedroom if I'm extremely irritated or just need alone <laughs> time. He knows when I walk to the bedroom I just need alone time. But that was that was kind of what we had to do for the first couple of months as he was working from home. He had meetings. I had to be kind of like aware of of things around the house or more hyper aware. And I think boundaries was a huge deal of
1: mm-hmm.
2: knowing gladly he had work and i had school so we kind of both had our to-do lists and that was it it wasn't as challenging as we thought it would be actually um but i think that is something that that kind of change of pace made us realize you know this isn't the condition we moved in together and went to give each other space and time together and you know have our moments together but not be you know all the time wanting attention so Mm -hmm. um and at the same time because i wasn't working I had all this free time that for me it was hard to kind of find hobbies to deal with myself and not impose that i need attention of him and Mm -hmm. uh, you know again we've mentioned anxiety so dealing with what's going to happen next why am i going to come back to synergy i remember i had just gone hired and i felt so bad for texting cat like almost every day of like what am I supposed to do? Or like, what is, you know, what is going on that, um, I knew I had to find hobbies to kind of reduce that anxiety. So it wouldn't really control me. The fear, it's like the unknown the fear of the unknown thing. would like keep me awake. And just, um, I think it, it was really nice that Chris is a very positive person so he was like you know even though we're going through a rough time it's gonna be okay like we're gonna be <laughs> fine you're not you're not doing this alone okay. like, i could yeah. have moved in by myself and right. have to deal with this all alone mm-hmm. and so that kind of perspective helped me but i kind of had to really grow by myself in a lot of ways and i think that's something that um i appreciate now obviously back then it was really tough but now i'm like okay like it's still tough but i'm able to better manage it mm-hmm. Yeah. Lots of growth, lots of growth. Yes. Lots of good
0: growth. Growth. So, how did you manage that, yeah. or what did you do to yeah to calm yourself?
2: And
1: tell us about your art, darling. What are yeah. you coloring? <laughs> what are you coloring? Yes,
2: I've gone into coloring a lot, and so that's been really therapeutic. And I think that was one of the first things that I started doing in creating boundaries was I would just put my headphones on, and I would just start coloring. The living room and the bedroom and the balcony wherever i felt like kind of coloring it would really soothe my anxiety because i was just putting my kind of putting whatever was making me anxious in the back burner and then Mm -hmm. just kind of focusing on something else Mm -hmm. um so that was more of like a calming thing as far as like expressing emotion or kind of just letting go of emotion i really got back into singing so i used to be in my high school choir when i was younger i played piano when i was little and music has always been part of my life but as college got tougher and I was living with like seven other girls that probably had things to do and studying that kind of didn't happen as much so that was one thing that when Chris went back to work I had the apartment to myself so I was able to just put my headphones on and express whatever emotion I was feeling. with singing, It could be sad songs if I was feeling in a very kind of down mood or happy songs or songs about, you know, whatever I was feeling. It was a really good way of just letting go of emotions in a different way than journaling. Something that I've been doing as well, but it could get kind of <laughs> um, repetitive sometimes because I would be feeling the same things. Yeah, for so.
1: sure. I think it's refreshing too when you can change the... Mm-hmm. Uh, is it the narrative or just Mm -hmm. changing the perspective and just going from I'm not only going to talk about anxiety I'm going to also like think about like I'm grateful for just being able to have more discipline today and be able to like do more do more stuff Mm -hmm. um I think I've done a little bit of journaling too and I think that's been really helpful with almost like a brain dump we've kind of discussed that before with just like unloading and saying you know things like you know this is what's going to happen today I'm going to Get this, this, and this done, even if it's something as small as doing the dishes, or maybe you really have to do some serious stuff. Okay. And being able to go into the next day and, and think like, if I didn't get that done yesterday, that's okay. The world will not crash and burn. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not life or death. Uh, and being able to prioritize that and say, like, almost take over the anxiety part of it and be like, huh? no, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, It had gotten to the point where even for me I had to like literally run away from my problems I was running so it helped to rationalize the anxiety and be like that's not even the thing in reality you're just not even just running you were in like a uh, what is it
0: Steam suit,
1: where were you? Oh, <laughs> in, the, in the heat. We're in North Farming Carolina, Carolina by the way. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, we're in the heat, first of all. So in the summer, it was fine. But now that it gets a little bit colder, I recently bought a sauna suit. <laughs> and that thing cooks. <laughs> I could probably cook a rotisserie chicken in that thing. <laughs> so anxiety doesn't stand a chance. No. Nothing stands stand a chance <laughs> in that freaking suit, y'all. It's the, probably one of the coolest things I've invested in. Sweat my butt off. It's awesome. It feels really like, y'all you know, like when you have like a really just a good workout overall. And you're like, like you're dripping. just, like, yeah. yeah. And every time I teach a class, though. <laughs> yeah. Same. Every time I'm training, these two can be
2: like, let me just excuse no. me while I
1: sit underneath this fan here,
2: fan eating my snacks and just yeah, snacks. <laughs> Whoa, what?
1: We were talking about snacks. <laughs>
2: We're all uh, sitting up a little taller now that snacks
0: are in the conversation. Yeah,
1: we're taking it a little seriously. You can tell we're all professionals over here.
0: Speaking of professionals, you would think, <laughs> as an owner of a gym, that exercise and my own workouts is something that I would have prioritized. Ooh, yeah.
2: Uh, uh, oh. During quarantine, I, I did Sips not. Sixteen. Yeah. No. So, um, till this day. For me, at least. Yeah.
0: Mm -hmm. And there's no excuse. I could have easily driven to my shut-down gym and worked out, so there's no excuse about not having access to equipment. um, And if I'm being honest with myself, every time I experience a depressive episode, one of the first things that makes me feel like myself again is exercise and movement. And we know physiologically Mm -hmm. that we get our endorphins flowing, and we're going to feel better. But I could not... I don't think you could have paid me enough to yeah. work
2: out during I, yeah. certain
0: periods of quarantine. Yeah. I no. think
2: I felt the same way. Like physically, my like I couldn't get my body like mm-hmm. out of better the catch someday to yeah. even do because my I think my mindset was so negative that like there was no way I was gonna even enjoy a workout yeah. in my head. This should so be like I a didn't. big red flag for
1: all of us too, because not only to us as trainers, but um, but like to the general public for our older. Adults Mm -hmm. who are at home before this stuff even started. Yep. They are in their house for weeks on end without any social interaction. Mm -hmm. So it should be a big wake up call. Like all of us are struggling. Socially, it took us, all three of us to come back after like, you know, a week or two, we were like at home and I was like, okay, y'all, like I'm done after 45 minutes. I was about ready to just. Yeah. yeah. We had to be really honest. Yeah. Yeah. And say we're we're done socially for the so I think it's a really big, like, wake-up call for all of us to realize, you know, social interaction, the human connection, it's so important for our brains to be stimulated in that way because it helps us build relationships, build those social skills. And I feel like that's what we need to pay attention to and, like, be yeah. grateful for and really prioritize because... Absolutely.
2: That's how... I think I, I, like, one of the other challenges at home was I was feeling, despite the fact that I had Chris and I, I love him to death, but we both were feeling like isolated because we weren't talking to anybody else I mean we were texting our parents and facetiming them but we used to live with them and they're right next to us so the fact that we couldn't even visit them for a long period it was I think it was a very hard transition for us and I cannot imagine how it was for them yeah as well like
0: I live alone and so part of processing the loss of my animals I think hit me more yeah. because there wasn't anyone that kind of brought new energy into my mm-hmm. space. Mm-hmm. Um, so I uh, ate a lot of ice cream and uh, went back to painting and reading as I've done mm-hmm. before and that Usually I think similar to colouring it yeah. it just
1: allows you a moment It's like freeing for me a, at an least an escape. Yeah Her stuff it. is great the way. We're just gonna note that in this. Her her skills are just beautiful. Beaks. All those strokes just <laughs> Sorry, refocus, Alyssa. No, you're
0: good. <laughs> I um, Yeah, so lots of ice cream. <laughs> and yeah. I think as we started to come back mm-hmm. since we're um, slowly, in North Carolina, loosening restrictions and getting back to a new normal um, um, having conversations with you ladies has been incredibly therapeutic um, and helped me realize that sure. embracing change and yes. yeah. and um, <laughs> yeah. and accepting that that it, if not the pandemic, something else
1: mm-hmm. would have
0: adjusted our new normal right Maybe not as dramatically for right. everyone at once, but something
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah. Um, so I think that perspective has been really helpful for my personal growth. Yeah,
2: absolutely.
1: Uh, I think it helps that all three of us are really very driven um, And it helps that we're all kind of just in similar positions with mental health and just the kind of, being able to lean in each other if we need to, and just talk about it. Because I mean, there's been some some times where yeah. I have to be like, "Oh, here's my uh, payment for the day. I need an hour of your time." So yeah, then, as I unload on you. Um, so I
2: think I, it's a absolutely. I mean, I remember uh, a couple. I think it's gonna be a month already. Uh, Chris's grandfather passed away, and I walked in, in here, and I just just bawled my eyes out. And I think like I think we we also had a conversation once that we both were like. Um, crying and just kind of releasing those emotions so it's been really nice to have that mm-hmm. kind of support system outside of like our significant others or family that we can kind of just let that go and, and for some of the conversations like we would just all be feeling kind of the same way yeah, yeah.
1: definitely definitely this has been a lot but yeah. I feel like we've taken some positives out of this too like yeah. being able to adapt and you know I mean I yeah. definitely appreciate the patience I'm, of the people around me, absolutely. like y'all. Same. I mean, yeah. I feel like we've really come out on the, what is the what is that saying where you come out on the good side or what you're, something about a side. Coming, <laughs> we're coming out of this in a good way. In I mean, like way. there's good things that are though. coming out of this. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. But things are good. Yeah. I know. I <laughs> no, I was trying like to yeah. think of the expression. Now I'm yeah. stuck on it. <laughs> As cat like yeah. percolates that. For me, you're being birthed. <laughs> we are rebirthing butterflies. Now. Yeah, caterpillars going into butterflies. I don't know that's what you meant. Yeah. It's not, but I like it. I'm gonna run with yeah. it. So I feel like it's been a really good experience to be able to adapt and I've definitely grown as a person, and mm-hmm. in that growth, I have become, or like in the time, I feel like I was fighting it a little bit, and I feel like all of us kind of do. Yeah. Um, but I'm really grateful to be able to come out of it and be here as I am now, and I feel like I'm still got a lot of growth to do, but I'm really happy with where I'm at, I guess all around, physically. Absolutely emotionally spiritually like just mind body soul like we're vibing yeah you know feeling Feeling good. I'm a work in progress yeah exactly I'm a work
2: in progress yeah but I think it's um if anything uh, this like uncertainty and like pandemic has not only taught me to like adapt to things but to embrace the change Mm -hmm. something that um I'm still struggling with but in the past that anxiety of like Needing to know what's going to happen tomorrow in a week in a year Mm -hmm. now kind of being like, okay This could happen tomorrow, but tomorrow I could wake up and I don't know it could be totally different So kind of having Being able to control that anxiety that comes with it. So feel it and say, okay, it's normal to feel this way But not let it um, Control me to the Mm -hmm. point where my whole day or week could be ruined because of one anxious moment I think has been the biggest lesson here And I think through that, embracing changes and taking advantage of the free time I have right now to do the things that I enjoy to do, because who knows, Mm -hmm. in the future, in a week or two, or whenever my other job decides to open, I have to embrace that change as well. So really, really taking care of myself and and growing as a person, uh, individual and in a relationship as well. um, It's been very good, I think, for me and also for... You know both chris and i and having to transition into that stage of life as well yeah absolutely yeah.
1: i feel like a lot of even business like too i mean on yeah. your end we've talked about um the people that have really just no matter what like oh yeah we're not coming but i mean you can still oh it's <laughs> incredible we, <laughs> like the, the okay. day that we shut down i think was
0: actually my i was or, or we were mandated that a shutdown was coming. Yep. Um, I think it was my birthday weekend or around that time, yep. and I remember feeling this incredible anxiety. As a business owner, you think of the financial implications. Rent is still due. Um, you still have to have. You still have to pay your staff and, and retain them, or the prospect of bringing on an entire new staff. Mm-hmm. But you can't do that. Yeah, it's. Uh, also, personally, your income is tied to what you're doing, obviously, with yeah. your business. Um, but the amount of emails and text messages from our ladies, mm-hmm. from our community that said, as, as long as I'm employed, you're getting your membership fee or your... It, it, even if there's we're not providing a service, it's really astounding. And yeah.
2: Yeah. it
0: has, I think, having a dedicated staff and having members in our community that we have has kept me moving forward during quite a few moments that I've thought, what am I doing? (laughs) Right.
1: Right. For real, though. So that's... Support system is real.
0: Powerful. I think on our next episode, we're going to dig into some self-care and really going beyond face masks and bubble baths, that kind of um, stereotypical... Um, definition of self care. Self care that many of us think of. So, Definitely. really digging into what that means, and if you don't have a method of self care, how you can explore that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Definitely. Um, thank you for mm-hmm. joining us today, um, and we will see you again soon. Tea time. Tea time. Tea time. Cheers. 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 <laughs>